from, it's Minnie Cooper. Hello, RuPaul. Who'd ever thought a 50-year-old man would make it to Drag Race? I'm here to have a great time. Sean, would you show her our girthy selection? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. You said you were a woman of a certain age. No, but I've still got feeling. <laughs> the girth of it. I thought if I sat on that, I wouldn't be able to fucking walk. I'm a sausage destroyer. Take a bite out of mine. Oh, you did it like a southern bell. I know, I didn't even know I had a southern bell in me. Are you southern? <laughs> All I want to do is to make Rue laugh. You're fingering the tip of that sausage. Yeah, you've always got to finger the tip because that's the sensitive part. <laughs> That's great. Stupid. I think we have it. Stupid. We got it. Sorry. We got I had it. to. Oh, no, no, no. It's the best place to start because I think it's RuPaul's new favorite thing is to, is to say – he's taking it from Michelle, which I'm fine with. Uh, <laughs> you're stupid. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. You're so stupid. You're you so know? stupid. He saw, he saw Michelle call Adore Delano stupid while she was crying during All Stars 2. And <laughs> like, you know, I uh, consider that officially stolen. Uh, uh, yes, Mini Cooper, beep beep Barina, not a beep beep Barina, yeah, yeah, beep beep Mini Cooper. Uh, yeah, I um, I just love that we have a nice little moment here of two older queens playing around together. Mm. You know, mm. that Southern Belle joke I thought was just like classic drag race humor or drag humor, drag humor, not drag race humor. Yeah, you know? drag humor. She was so quick. Uh, <laughs> with with RuPaul, uh, she's just been doing this for years. You know, I feel like I've known you for years, um, and it's uh, it's just refreshing to see that. We, I love when I get to see that. Just slip a little Mrs. Doubtfire in there, just for you know measure. I did, of you course, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, because we were just doing Mrs. Doubtfire uh, quotes before we started recording. Well, we were talking about the Chinese food the Chinese incident. Food. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's right, get. Right. Out of here. Out of here. Yeah. yeah. She smells it. She smells um, it. So, Minnie Cooper, yeah, that line, I've still got feelings. Um, it, it, it's or so feeling. good. She still feels things, you know. She, I've still got feeling. Like, it's not all, like, uh, a loose, numb portal down there. Oh, it's not as funny to me then. I, I like the joke oh. when it was, but I've still got feelings. Like, don't fuck me with that. I'm still a person. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and you know what? I think if that's what if that's what you want to hear, if that's maybe that, man, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Are you wrong? You're I never mean, wrong, Colin. Oh, I think that's the pot calling the kettle wrong. Um, I uh, no, I think that maybe she does still have feelings. Uh, she's your goddamn kid too, you know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, still got feelings. Um, yeah, this was adorable the mini challenge you know with rupaul being there it's always nice when there's a photo shoot with rupaul she leans into the joke it's every chance she can get there's a euphemism every chance she can get it's we're not doing the porn we're doing this and we're making all of these euphemisms i just think it's very clever it is very drag um it's very interesting because when Fofur went up there and she did the like obvious like try to put it around her mouth the editors edited in reactions like oh no not that mm, yeah oh no not that no i you there there were subtle moments i think i had 
I know I had seen a quick spoiler before I saw the episode, so I knew Foe was going home. So I oh. kind of watched things through the lens of like, okay, but she's going to go home this week. And wow. there there was that feeling of like, oh, Rue doesn't like it that literal. Like, it's still going right. to put some sprinkles on it, you know? Even the joke with Spanky, it was... It was all just like, can you just can you just get down here and maybe put them up here? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was all very innocent. And when Faux went up there, <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, I could take that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she just starts like hitting the poppers off screen. Yeah. But at the same time, oh, well, and we'll get into it. But like, oh, what a loss. Just like Jojo Zaho out first on Drag Race Down Under is a travesty. Well, you know, it's a season of heartbreak. So we've got Canada up north just sending queens home left and right who aren't Miss Fierce Delicious. And now down under, I, you know, we'll get into it. I, my heart's not not as broken. I'll say that. But seemed like a goose. Seemed like a goose. And going up against a queen who is in a look that you go home in. Sorry. Oh, Spanx? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, let's because let's get into let you know all bit of an act one gun. Let's get mm. into season two of Drag Race Down Under. Well, Mary, before we do get into it, should we tell our Marys what they're listening to? They, I think they think they're listening to NPR. So why don't we just tell them what they're listening to? This is not, you know, uh, emergency broadcasting system. This is another episode. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Right, Mary. Uh, It's already terrible, Uh, which is our podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. I'm, oh. Oh, and I'm nobody. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, And I'm... Yeah, you like these big tits? (laughs) Johnny. (laughs) And I'm Colin. And uh, this, you know, heads up, much like Canada's Drag Race, uh, we're kicking off the season as a free skate episode for all our free skate Marys on the main feed. But going forward for the rest of the season, we'll be doing the full episode recaps exclusively on Patreon at patreon.com slash allrightmary. We'll still put out a little act one gun for you so you can get a sense of, you know, what we're talking about each week. But, uh, you know, given given just this first episode, my sense is that this season is a, a, a bit of a step up from season one. Yes, definitely a step up from season one. I love the casting. I am really disappointed that Fofer went home only because I don't think that she should have gone home. Uh, her look was much better than the others. Uh, I saw a lot of black spanks, you know, on that runway. So it, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, you're holding on to an art Simone type. You're holding on to these veteran Queens, which I get, uh, and you're the ones that put the sewing challenge first, producers. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Yeah, and like with such garbage material. You know what I mean? Like it was like truly just garbage material. It, you know, because I feel like other ones we've seen, what was it? Was oh, they it Canada? Give them fabric. That they had, give them fabric. Well, yeah. But beyond like, but like Canada had like, was was it like beach toys? Someone had beach toys recently. Maybe it was Spain had beach toys. Mm. But like colorful things, fun things. This was just like earthen. And so, and denim. 
we saw this we saw this in season 11 i believe yeah uh-huh yeah i remember raja made those pants those oh pants. god those fucking pants were gorgeous um and i think she got red for them right like oh it's just so ridiculous um, I, I think she went home that week even, yeah i think she went home this was right? the bottom yeah uh, anyway in the bottom for sure um but yeah the i i guess i agree i did like that they just did not give them you know a picnic tablecloth uh-huh, you know uh-huh. they didn't they didn't do that for them i think one of the queens even pointed that out um beverly kills did she was like there's absolutely no fabric yeah yeah there's i mean i don't remember what where the denim factored in because there was a i know there was a, a lot of the queens gravitated towards a wheat storyline but i know there was a bit of a <laughs> denim storyline as well i just love when rue said was that well, strategic was that strategic <laughs> everyone else i mean i just i love out of context like you know, uh, pretty much everyone stuck with the wheat storyline. Like, I love not knowing what that refers to. But in this case, <laughs> it's kind of it really takes me back to Delta work saying I'm just I'm feeling really good serving Kwanzaa realness. I'm like, mm. a wheat storyline. I love this. A wheat storyline, especially because RuPaul is like very anti wheat. Right. She's not into gluten. She's always talking about how she doesn't eat bread. And did she lift know. that from Michelle as well? She's gluten free, gluten free vegan. Well, you know. I've known bread for nine years. Yeah. And, and I know that RuPaul is not a fan of bread. Well, you know. <laughs> They're my buddies, you know. Carbs. <laughs> They're my buddies, you know. I, you know, Mary, I, I, I like this. I like these design challenges to start a season. I will always say that. So while I didn't love the materials, I do like just seeing the raw grit like holy shit you don't want to go home first you got a staple glue in desperation like i like all of that and i'm sorry even if you are a veteran queen like you have you have to become prepared right you must know you must know this is coming well i would say sure i think it's a it's an interesting first you know, first test. And I love it. I love when drag race looks like project runway. Like I love, I I just enjoy that flavor. I would say what, what I might change up, which might've been a nice benefit for the Queens this week who did spend a lot of money on looks and may have potentially not been able to show any of them was Mm. instead of doing a photo shoot, do that little runway that they did in like all-star seven and season seven. I love a little runway. I like, Let's just start with some looks they did on Canada. I just I don't know. It, it's a it's a fun second impression of the queens. Yeah, maybe the the design challenge is a part of it, but there's another runway look that's also, you know, Australian naturally, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. It's a two looks on the runway. One is one you brought. One's the one you made. Yeah, exactly. I I yeah. Uh, in terms of the overall impact of this episode, save the the judging results, which. I guess we're used to now on these franchises that they're just not popular. <laughs> um, it gets you talking, I guess. Um, otherwise, I did enjoy the cast. I was laughing a lot, and I love Minnie Cooper. I love Spanx. I love that Queen's name is Queen, and they're just like, listen, Queen. Oh, I, just- <laughs> I want to tell you a sound clip of that, because the first time I watched this episode, I, I thought, oh, my God, this is RuPaul not remembering a Queen's name. So, I mean, I listen, Queen. I agree with Michelle. <laughs> What's the your issue, name? Yeah, the Jinx. Issues, <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Uh, the issues I have, Queen. Like that was the phrase that uh, Michelle said that just like 
sent me. I was like, oh my God, that is just so perfect. Yeah. He's so, just like, I have Queen. Listen so more of queen. that. Yeah. <laughs> queen, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Hey, queen. Oh, hey queen. hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. And also, Queen. Oh, what a king. Oh my God. Oh, I'm just swooning. And I know because he's super masked and wearing a baseball shirt. Get off my jock. He's hot. Um, Who? Queen. Oh, Queen. Queen. Oh, I don't remember him. Wearing oh. a shirt. Oh, you're boy. Are you in for a treat on episode two? Oh. Um, so let's. Why don't we do a little first impressions uh, based on the the entrances? Let's just talk through these queens. Yeah, Mary. Queen. I might have. I, I. Okay, Queen. I might be just forgetting, but we did tell our Marys that they are getting a free episode this week. But going forward, we I went did through that, that whole spiel. Love I it did. for you. I did. Love that for you. Um, <laughs> Gosh, I'm just yelling into a well over here. So uh, let's get into this. this... My asshole. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hello. Hello. One more again. That's okay. You're <laughs> uh... <laughs> racing to the buttons. How can she be this gorgeous? After all these years, how could she be this oh, gorgeous? Oh, Mary. All right. Yes. First impressions. First impressions. First impressions. Uh, first, first of all, first, first impressions is that this season's competition, uh, the prize is $50,000 courtesy of our mates at Samsung. And I just think somebody felt they were so clever to say, courtesy of our mates at Samsung. It's like, okay, we get it. Down on Yeah. And RuPaul was like, oh, okay, mates. Sure. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Um, but first in... Hanaconda. Auntie Hana, as Fover called her. Uh-huh. Auntie Hana. Uh, I like the name, Hanaconda. I think that's very clever. Um, Mary, are you getting like Madeline Hatter, Laguna Blue yes. meets Eve 6000? Yes. And it's, like this, it's like this type of queen where it's like, oh, you look like... It, it, like when a girl looks like this, yeah, it's a thing. Right, it's the I lip fillers. Yes, yep. it's a certain body type. It's a certain face. It's a certain like boa is a little bit of this. You know, like it's just a from Canada's Drag Race. Like it's yes. just a there, there's a yes, it's a certain look that just I was getting a little bit of Eve only in the face, not in the personality. Right, Eve boa, and then who was the one that went home first? What was what was her name? Oh, she had like a simple girl's name. It was like Anne, right? Oh, Beth! <laughs> Beth! I've known Beth. <laughs> it was Beth. I was like, Anne, no, what was it? That's right. And I remember that feeling of like Beth, Eve, Boa, Alona in some cases. Like there is a look. And, uh, Madeline Hatter, absolutely. Yeah, Maddie Hatter, for uh, sure. Maddie Hatter, but yeah, and Hannah. Y- you're not as familiar with Laguna Blue, but it, uh, she's the third one yep. in Stephanie's Child, yeah. Yep, yeah, no, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. All talented queens, not to say, and I should say, Hannah Conda giving major top five, top three energy for me. Oh, I love Hannah. Same. I really do. I think that, like, I think there's narrator energy right mm. away. I think there's a, she's so charming. Her voice has tones of Courtney that I'm really enjoying. Like, okay. There's moments where I hear the Courtney and like, I'm not even doing that. We can't compare Queens spiel anymore because like, fuck it. Like it is what it is. <laughs> even Spanky says the younger Queens now are just versions of drag race Queens. So, like, Oh, I love that. Oh yeah. my God, for sure. That's something that. God, I just keep seeing every season. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're doing 
you're not really doing your own thing. You learned this aesthetic from TV queens. Yes, you learned from watching. You yeah, learned from reading. reading. Yeah, I learned from <laughs> I watching. Don't do reading. And I don't do reading. Uh, you could have sworn I just watched Mrs. Doubtfire. I was just going to say this is a I lot didn't. of Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. not. I did not. Um, I Truth mean, fire. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just hope that there's a, there's an opportunity for begonias at some point. Oh well, you ate them. You so. ate my begonias. Uh, so faux fur comes in next. Again, I'm just, oh, I'm just so disappointed that she went home. I really loved her. I I love that the hat was also her inner saboteur, uh, similar to season three of All Stars. Uh, do you remember when? Oh God, who walks in and their hat? Uh, Trix, yeah, her hat falls off, and Trix is like, oh, "This hat is your inner saboteur." Oh, I think it was. Chi-Chi Devane. Yeah, it was yeah. Chi-Chi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah. love the hat malfunction. You know, I thought that was cute. It was very charming. I think if the hat malfunction was part of the entrance line, I think that would have really mm. been a next le- level. But it was like, oh, it isn't. This is this is you fucking up. And, it, <laughs> and they're showing us. And it just, it was a rough yeah, first impression. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I, I also went into this episode knowing she went home. So obviously that, oh, that tinge of things. So I didn't really... I never, I, I never, you never got warmed to her. I never yeah. warmed to her. I thought she was lovely, but it was like, don't a get folk attached. Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Folk I was, contestant. Yeah. yeah. It was like, well, you know, thanks for the, you know, thanks for the pita, but um, I don't know. Thanks for the pita. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, so, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Something about pita, but anyway, so. Pita, I don't know. like the animal group? No, like the bread. <laughs> yeah, like the animal group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure because I've known Brett for nine years. You love being dumb. <laughs> I do. Uh, so Spanky Jackson, Spanky with a Z, I love that, comes in. Um, there was this adorable little interaction between Hannah and Foe. And Foe goes, like, uh-huh. how do you know everyone? And she's like, I know everyone. I know everyone. <laughs> She she goes, it's Spanky Jackson, because they're whispering it. How do yeah. you know everyone? I know everyone. I just oh, loved it. I it was loved so that they cute. kept that in. Yeah. Ah, that so was cute. where moments like that where I was like, oh, Hannah, I yeah. love you. So yeah. Spanky, who I, I – there are parts from my notes say Sparky. So it could be Sparky this season. It could be Spanky. Spanks. I love this kind of girl. You know what I mean? This, like, big, broad-shouldered, blonde bombshell. Mm. I love this kind of gal. I – um. I just I liked her right away. I right away I enjoyed her. Yeah, absolutely. What I think is wild is that she is in the same age bracket as the fifty year old contestant. Well, because yeah. I'm in this age bracket and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> right, right. I was like, oh, oh, I guess I, I did actually while I was watching this. I did. This is this is a uh, this is so dumb, but because uh, I am thirty seven, and there was just this moment. It was like, oh, I'm gonna be forty soon. That's so weird. I would. I'm. I've never been forty, you know. And so, like, there, there is a kind of a similar moment of like, oh, yeah, girl, uh, you're in that class. You're in that class, and Spanky's in the class with you. She's. I think she is. She would be a great ally in the workroom, right? There, yeah. The mm-hmm. the thing that turned me off about Minnie and Spanky is there was this energy of. 
you don't like us? Well, we don't like you either. Instead of, no, be the adults in the room. Teach the children. I know you don't want to, but you have to. These little brats in the mirror asking you your age, calling, like, you just have to push through and teach them. You, it, it's our burden to bear. Oh, but I love a bitter old lady brigade, you know? <laughs> it's so... <clears throat> and also, Spanky is someone, for some reason, when I see her, I'm like, oh, I'd love to work at a restaurant with you. And I don't know what that is, but oh, like... a restaurant, sure. I just think Oh, she, my God. Right? Mary, where did you... That is perfect. Right? She, she comes in mid-shift, because you opened, and uh-huh. you're like, oh, thank God Spanky's thank here. Thank God Spanky's here. Oh, thank God. Are you closing <laughs> tonight? Oh, thank God. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'll close tonight. Don't worry, sweetie. And she, when there's a rush, like when there's a brunch rush, she is the lighthouse. Oh. Yeah, no, she's, she's the one that is never pressed. Never, never. And, and we'll, we'll, you just feel safe knowing that she's there, you know, at the... She'll take on more tables and bus yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And she'll go tell you to go take five minutes. Yeah. Uh... Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Spanky, I love. Beverly Kills, this is another top three for me. Beverly. I mean, I'll just say while we're talking about age, I mean, Beverly's like 21 and I just kept thinking, I mean, 26. Yeah. Oh, 26. That's all. That's all the same to me, girl. 26. I'm, I'm, I'm almost 50, apparently. I'm 26. So, I'm 26. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, uh, I'm in the older group. So, but I thought, oh, Beverly, you are going to age like wine. Like you can just mm. tell that like in 10 years, what we're seeing from like, you know, Beverly out of drag is just going to continue to age well. It's like, don't do any work just leave it alone any work just leave it alone work stay out of the sun maybe you know the other thing that i love about beverly is her name i think beverly we we don't have any beverly's no it's such a great drag name it goes right to cereal mom yeah i just think it is so gay beverly like there's a huh to it right beverly (laughs) beverly kills it's exactly cereal mom like it's perfect beverly i just love beverly she was reading a little bit of blue hydrangea for me yeah, uh, which I love. And then when she, oh God, Spanky had the reaction after she she does the whip. Uh, Spanky goes, "Holy shit!" Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the editors are smart keeping those reactions in. I do love that. Uh, yeah. but Beverly, Beverly. Oh God, what a perfect perfect gay drag name yeah because it's it's so adjacent to barbara which i really mm. enjoy like it's in that range beverly's Rebecca, friends with barbara yes. beverly and barbara you know like just give me a joan you know but i do i think it was in here where hannah when beverly comes in and hannah's like oh you look beautiful and it's just like this wonderful oh you look beautiful beautiful it's just i, I love the beautiful um, and so I'm going to be working on that one all season. <laughs> oh, you look beautiful. Uh, oh, McKine. Oh, Ma- oh, McKine. You did it again. Oh, wow. People back. just lost all. I know. We were going to get new, we were going to get new patrons. Yeah, no, no new, new Patreons now. Yeah. Lost oh, you. Uh, so Minnie Cooper comes in legend. Uh, everybody should know she is in that room. Um, the interaction of how old are you? I'm 50. How old are you? That's the response. Mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously I can admit I did not know who Minnie Cooper was, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Minnie. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, I'm not talking about me. I'm kind of oh. more talking about the queens there. Like it mm-hmm. it was it, it became very apparent, like, oh, sh- this is like 
this is like uh, a Peach's Christ. Uh-huh, you know? Yeah, Coco Peru, kind of like everyone knows uh-huh. who you are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Minnie, of course, coming in, being 50 years old uh, and, and flapping the jaw grin on a mic, I was like, well, I'm going to love you. Same. Uh, she she does say, like, who can imagine a, a 50-year-old drag queen, you know, man doing a drag queen. Yeah. You're never too old to dream. And you're also not the oldest queen to ever compete on drag race because in season nine charlie was 52 at the oh, time oh interesting do you think they're gonna they're gonna keep Minnie on like an art simone i think that they would do themselves a grand disservice to not have Minnie there for snatch game you know what i mean like i think it, you have to imagine like okay well we've cast these queens for you know certain skills we know they have and, and we'll make for great tv so, because there is easily, I kind of expected her to be in the bottom two this week. So, like, yeah, you know, I mean, she just looked like, oh my god, uh, yeah, just Judy she Jetson looked, Hooker. <laughs> you know what she looked like? Uh, we're skipping ahead, but it looked like, you know, when you go, <laughs> you know, sorry, Mary. You know when you go to the hospital, <laughs> you have to put on one of those yes. gowns? Yes, It was like the challenge was <laughs> alter the gown. <laughs> alter the gown, but then also get like LASIK surgery and do something with the sunglasses you have to wear afterwards. <laughs> it, just looked, it just looked like staple pa- yeah. paper. That's exactly what I like. Staple paper and like homemade ray the, blockers. Yeah, the yeah. creases were still in it. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, she did her goddamn best. She sold the fuck out of it. She styled it well. I want Minnie to win. <laughs> if I'm she, being yeah, I don't want to see her go anywhere. So if like being Minnie Stapler this week yeah, gets you through, that's why, then exactly. That's, what it is. Yeah. that's why it's it's queens like Minnie that I'm happy it's a produced reality show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of controversy kind of going around in the fandom about All Star Seven right now. And, you know, the last chance lip sync format, whatever, not last chance lip sync, those back down format. And I, it's Queens like Minnie where you're like, no, no, I want her to go as far as possible. Mm-hmm. And I want production to rig it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, you know, sometimes the lip sync for the crown. need her for the TV show. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that lip sync for the crown means that Sasha Valor wins. And so, hey, yep. you know, sometimes yep. I do like it, you know. Yeah, some of them are going home. Some know? of them is going home. Yeah. Uh, 64 girls. What are you, a genius? Um, yeah, I, so anyway, that's my thoughts on Minnie is like, yeah, keep, keep producers hand for, to safeguard those types of Queens that we need for the reality show portion. Yep. Well, uh, next up is Molly Poppins, you know, uh, the moment she said she had to do this for Jojo as a hoe, I was like, we need to root. We need to root for this queen. Oh, Molly. Oh, my God. Molly. I love Molly Poppins. She, she, I, you know, Hannah's great. And then Molly walks in. Oh, you look beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you look beautiful. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, you like these big tits. <laughs> I mean, that's where I was like, oh, that it, when when she did that, when I, she did that, that I, she then she was on the map. Then she was on the map, and I just love like especially the second watch, like seeing how much she struggled to make this yeah. book, and then how much she turned it out. And I was like, this is the kind of like you know uh, 
story I liked rooting for. You know, as a queen who figures it the fuck out. You know, mm, good for Molly. Good for Molly. Uh, Yuri guy, Yuri guy, twenty five. I I have to say, I, granted, like yeah, okay, there's like the horror and filth thing and the bloody thing, but the first thing I was like, oh shit, she can paint. This is a very talented queen. She did have a very painted face. Yeah, I thought that she looked. I thought she looked cool. Yeah, there's a Dracula-ish vibe that mm. I always like when that spills over into yep. Drag Race. RuPaul you know, won't like it eventually. No, right? no. I I was kind of also getting like, a, ah, you're going to go the way of like an Onyx, even though that was Drag Race España. You know what I mean? Mm. Where it's just mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, at a certain point, you know, this peters out. What else can you do? Yeah. <laughs> but can you do glamour? Yeah. Well, we like the spooky thing. We get it. But what else? Right. We want to see your pretty face. <laughs> um, Pomora Fifth, what is the joke with the name? I have no idea. This is where our... I don't know what, I guess, are they just Aussie Marys? Are they Aussie Maries? Well, you know what? Here's a fun thing. They don't say Ma- Marie Claire. They say Marie Claire. And so they Marie might be Claire. Aussie Maries. Yeah, I'm a Mari. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Aussie Almas, Alma McCain's, Alma McCain's, Aussie Almas. Mm, Aussie, um, Aussie Alma. Mm-hmm. Aussie, Aussie Alma. Uh, help, help, help. What is, the, what is the joke of Pomora Fifth? Pomora Fifth. I, I, the one thing I noted about her, my first kind of impression is that she sounds like how I think most gay guys sound from Australia. Oh. Just the tone of her voice. Yes, you know? yes. Uh, there, there was something very familiar about it. Um, granted, it is now like well over a decade ago that I lived in Australia. So I'm not trying to pull that card like, well, when I lived in Australia. But uh, having experienced, you know, been around many gay guys in Australia, I can say that... Um, yeah, Pomora has a very familiar energy. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how long she's gonna last. I I don't either. I will say my first impression was when she comes in and they have them just like do their entrance line, and then it's just like twenty minutes of posing, very mm-hmm. awkward. But I like that. Then she has this like moment where she sighs, like, oh okay, enough of that, and like walks over, and that was endearing for someone to kind of show that like. Okay, well, this is not organic. This is a weird moment. Mm. I I don't know what's going to happen with her, but I there was a moment where on the runway, I don't know why, but that she was reminding me of a babysitter I had as a kid named Joyce. So I'm kind of kind of marinating in like the Joyceness of Pomora. So I'm ready to keep see her stick around just for that. Okay, Joyce, uh, Aubrey Have. I think I am going to get into it. That every time RuPaul or Michelle says her name, they're going to say it the same way. Aubrey, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I get it. You know, you you attach to a rattle. Mm. Oh, you look beautiful. And then you can't stop saying it. I get it. Um, <laughs> who am I getting out of drag from Aubrey? Yeah, you like these big tits. <laughs> exactly. Who am I getting out of drag from Aubrey? Um, oh, out of drag. Out okay. of drag. Okay. I don't know out of drag, but in drag, it's Blair St. Clair and Art Simone. Sure, I could see that. Out of drag, I'm seeing a bit of, like, Tig Notaro. Oh, okay, yeah. Get and it. I'm also getting a little bit of Jill Sholin in When a Stranger Calls Back. With okay. The best, you oh. know? Jill. Jill. Yeah. Uh, what about... No phone. No can't, phone. Can't, can't see. No can't phone. Can't see. No phone. Um, it's dark. I, no phone. Uh. Um, so, question, 
<laughs> Jill, sorry. <laughs> now you put that in my head. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm getting out of drag. Uh, eliminate. Oh, Orion story. Oh, oh yes, oh yes. That is definitely. There's like a. There's a. There's a, another person, but I didn't even think of her. And that that's spot on. Yes, they could be siblings. Yeah, they could be siblings, uh, and maybe they are. Maybe. Um, Ryan Have. And then the 10th queen, Queen, comes in. Queen Kong with, I, I think we could say Fingers of Drag Race with that coat. Fingers of Drag Race, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very camp. I love this look. Uh, and she came in with that energy of, I got this. I mean, I can't wait to see her lip sync. I can't Same. wait for her to fail in a challenge so we can see her lip sync. But... Oh, my God. Queen is so hot out of drag. Mm-hmm. And I just need to name that for what it is that I, you know, I, at some point we just have to have the shallow episode of, like, the hottest out of drag. We have to do the list, you know? Okay. The, the Like, the list of, across the seasons. Across the seasons and the franchises, like, who... You know, the basement flutters of Drag Race. Because mm, we don't say the trade, because trade is, no one knows what that means anymore. But the basement flutters of Drag Race. I think, what if there's like, I don't know, because sometimes I'm attracted to a queen as a top, and sometimes I'm attracted to a queen as a bottom. That's so everyone has a basement, honey. <laughs> so that's, maybe, that's okay. That's okay. Hit the button. That's okay. That's okay. Where okay. is it? Okay. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to oh, do it. You're not going to um, do it? Oh. That's okay. <laughs> um, Mary, the mini challenge, before the mini challenge, we get this RuPaul addressing the rumor that she wasn't in the same room as the workroom as the Queens last season. I missed that rumor. I kind of remember talking about that, where it really seemed like there were no shot, like wide shots of Rue with all the queens. So it always seemed like a single shot of Rue, mm. cut to group shot, single run of, shot of Rue. Oh. And I got to say, I'm still not fully convinced. Just show us a wide shot. I feel like there's some reason. I think I read on Reddit, the room's too small. They yeah. can't really do a wide shot. No, yeah. I was going to say, I think that's the reason. Because I noticed that even this episode, they like they showed RuPaul and Spanky with many in the background you know what i mean uh-huh. but, but they couldn't do the wide shots still uh so that all made sense to me because they have to keep the illusion that the workroom isn't a set that it's actual room with four walls are we supposed like i guess in the in the u.s versions like i feel like they've acknowledged the like it's fabric walls kind of thing like are we supposed to really be, like isn't that supposed to be kind of like the joke is that all of this is fake i don't i mean i don't think if you talk to like a drag race fan that's just getting into drag race now or somebody that like just joined the Reddit is like, hey, I'm looking for other fans. Um, I don't think that they know that or like would appreciate that or get that joke. Like I I think that they think it's a workroom, Mary. Well, I think that's. I, I think then believe that, you know, and it's like when watching cooking shows, like, is that Sandra Lee's kitchen? No, but I'm going to, I'm going to believe that her nephew Bricer is just in the other room, you know? I mean, whenever I watched 30 minute meals with Rachel Ray, I just understood that there was a whole stash of empty alcohol bottles 
underneath oh, the sink. Oh yeah, I, uh, I just knew it. Uh, you know, there was a there was a version of Rachel Ray. Quick tangent: There's a version of Rachel Ray where <clears throat> during the commercial break they would show everything go like the untucked. Oh, I've seen this. Oh, I yes. love it. I love it. It's uh. like you because you kind of see her turn off a little bit and then turn back on. And but this was later. This yes. is when she cleaned up, when yes. she was no longer yes. drinking. Yeah. Yes, okay. this was more recent. I think it was actually on the cooking channel, not Food mm-hmm. Network. Right, right. Yeah, oh, back in the day, 30-minute meals, when she was just getting started. Oh. And you know the banter, right, as you're, like, mixing stuff or, like, you know, making the cutlets. You know, you have to have banter. And one of the things that she would always talk about is, like, yeah, you know, after work, when you get home and you just open up a bottle to drink with your dog. And I'm just like, <laughs> Rachel, that was a lot. Rachel. That was a lot, Rachel. <laughs> you really fit a lot into these 30 minutes. That's that's a meal and a half. Honestly, uh, it's like now I know why it the meal needs to be made in 30 minutes. Because right. you're going to be tanked. After right. Because you're going to black out in 45. Yeah. So let's <laughs> let's try to get those Parmesan chicken strips in before you go. <gasps> bye bye. Oh, what a great recipe, though. Oh, I know exactly that recipe. When mm-hmm. she made those chicken tenders. Oh. She has got some great recipes. Oh, she is, you know, she is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and because I think a lot of those recipes came out of like, I got to make it quick. I'm a little drunk. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God. It, she has to carry everything all at once because it's got to be quick. Yeah. I just, yeah, no, I was with her. I was like, yeah, 30 minutes or less. I don't want any of this bullshit. No. And I, I think the idea of a garbage bowl is prophetic and a metaphor of sorts you know like mm. i think that it's like well who's the who feels who's really feeling like a garbage bowl right now you know i want to be um max curry the bearded daddy's garbage bowl mary oh pit crew daddy is back pit crew daddy pit crew daddy is back for the shoshage shizzle as rupaul oh, says let me tell you why that doesn't work let me tell you why that doesn't work australia uh, you know, I re- what I really wish they did, this would have been super Australian, and I, I, I think this store is in New Zealand, but there's a like a, a sort of Home Depot-y store called um, Bunnings, and they'll do like a sausage sizzle in the parking lot on like a, oh. I don't know if it's all the time or the Saturday, but you could go and get like a, you know, a, a sausage when you go to get your, you know, your mulch or your shovel. I think it's Bunnings. And so I would have liked to see like, you know, make it you know Bunnings, but make it drag. You know. All right, let me be an let me be an ignorant American. What's the difference? And like somebody that doesn't really eat a lot of meat, right? Uh, what is the difference between a sausage sizzle and a barbecue? Well, I think the sausage sizzle is just specifically to you know sausages, and then a barbecue could be burgers, it could be steaks, it could be corn. I feel like a sausage sizzle is just about because I feel like in Australia just it's like eating sausage, just about the wieners. It's just wieners, okay. different kinds of wieners, big boys, little boys, hot boys, savoys. Okay. Um, I think those are All crackers, right. but yeah. So I think it's just uh, there are there there are wiener specific events. All right. I love a sausage party. Yeah. So that's what's going on in the Bunnings parking lot. There's just people sitting on their barinas eating sausages. I thought all of the puns in this were adorable. Call me old fashioned. I'm just like, yep, I like these jokes. It's fine. I thought it was all very fun. I mean, you know, if we're not going to have a a 
a runway, a little mini, you know, fashion show. The photo shoot is always a great first impression to see how the queens can volley, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this little nuance that, like, maybe you've seen this episode, but we'll certainly see going forward, is that Hannah has this thing where she kind of, like, it, when she's, like, actively listening, she, like, tips forward and kind of opens her mouth into a smile. It's this tip forward thing that she does. That I She does it in the mini challenge, and I'm just putting a little pin in it. When Hannah tips. When Hannah tips. She does, okay. like, a tip laugh. Good to know. I Minnie Cooper wins, which I think is, you know, because she's so stupid. Um, well, Minnie wins the mini, you know. Minnie wins the mini. What if they had Maxi Shield this season and then Minnie won the mini and Maxi won the Maxi, you know? I mean, that would be amazing. That would yeah. feel good. That would, like, please my heart. Yeah. I appreciated that Robert and Bindi came in, but even so much so that Bindi threw shade at Art Simone. I, you know, I, I feel like the two of them are so wholesome. And oh, so, they're like, so cute. Even the, you know, they're with Jenny, the Burmese python. Mm. And <laughs> Wait, they're, Jenny? Here with uh, Jenny, the Bur- Jenny? Bur- Burmese python. No, no, that's wrong country. Put on po- this earth to, python? Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, it's really it. hard. Uh, but then I thought, you know, and I've never been even like a, I've always been a, a peripheral uh a spectator of Steve Irwin, but there was a moment of like, oh, Steve. Yeah. I know. Oh, these kids. I know these kids, oh. their dad, they're doing this to honor their dad. Yeah. Yeah. I went there too. I was like, did you guys always want to do this? Or is it because mm-hmm. your dad died? Like what, what's, what, is it, was it a career that you fell into as a family business? You know, what was the deal? I feel like they were on the show with him at a young age. I feel mm. like this has been like the family business and, and I can't remember his wife's name, but I, I know that they, this has been what the Irwins do and, and I just, oh, Steve, he was such a, he was such a sweetheart. Oh, they are so adorable. They are. Robert and Mindy. Oh, oh my God. So sweet. Just little menches, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guys, the couple of guys. Um, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, Mary, would... <laughs> Mary, we want people to subscribe. I know. I'm really testing them. <laughs> Pay They're for this. Me. Oh, you look yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay for this. Pay for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about this? Yeah. What, what about this? this? Well, wait, wait, wait. What about what? Yeah, you like these big tits? <laughs> oh. Sorry, I just yeah. love it. I love it so much. Yeah, you like these big tits? Oh. I mean, if Michelle can have a porch. Molly can have tits. Oh, yeah. You like these big tats? Tats. Nice tats. Yeah, they're tats. Tats. Uh, We get the challenge. It's introduced. You, I know you hate. Race for supplies. Racing for the supplies. I'm done. I'm done with that panic. I just, I go right to the place of like, and I am going to be the one left with, you know. The denim mats, you know, left with the, the manila folders or whatever that that mini was using. I just oh. I think that's why I hate the race for supplies is because I always just feel like, oh, you're just going to wait. I'm going to have to wait. Mm. <laughs> Though I think in this situation, I think actually if I was actually there, I would not wait. I would push. Oh, I'm sure you would, Colin. Yeah, I'd push. I'd you be a fucking be like, nightmare. No, I'm getting Yeah. Yeah, I would rip things <laughs> out of hands. Oh God, I I appreciated the discussion, you know, between Spanky and Minnie. You know, just being the oldest cunts there. This is just kind of like we're the oldest, you know, bitches in the cut, as Chad Michael would uh-huh. say. Yeah, we're the Michaels. oldest cunts here. Um, they, it, it it was just interesting to see that interaction. I I almost felt like. 
when I can't even remember which queen said it, but you know, Spanky was like, Oh, I am vintage. And then she's like, Oh, I'd say retro. I don't Uh think that, I think it was edited to be shady, but it, I don't think the queen knew that it was shady. Well, yeah, because that was Aubrey. And Aubrey, like, comes in saying that, like, her drag is influenced by, like, retro looks. Like, of all the people, I don't think Aubrey's the kind of queen to be like, oh, get with the times, grandma, you know? It was an interesting nuance, I will say, for many to bring up this this kind of thing that happens a lot, where young people don't know what to say to older people, so they... They just talk about the age first. You know, I, I yes, and I also think that and maybe it's a sneaking in its own tail situation that a lot of times older gays can't shut up about their age of like, oh, God, I know. I'm, yep. I mean, I, I, did, I practically just did it before. Like, I'm going to be 40 soon. It's yep. like that I thing where you, you know, you introduce yourself to like a group of 20, 20 somethings and all of a sudden you act like you know it's fucking cocoon and you know you're wilford brimley it's like i know i'm 37 don't mind me kids it's like you're 37 why do we have to do this dance right now you know yeah it it's a defense mechanism I'm right assuming. right of course yeah. it, it's like let me let me name it before you can make fun of it let me be self-aware of like how old i look with you guys but i also feel like I've been in plenty of situations like when I was in on the volleyball league where I had friends in their 40s. There were some guys in their 50s. There were guys in the 20s. Like, and uh-huh. it didn't really matter. Like, it did. And not in a like, we were all just sunshines and lollipops. But like, you just, there are so many more interesting things, like, you know, to talk about than like, you don't get that reference. You kids, you know? Mm, yeah. And I think the opposite too, right? Uh, you don't get that reference. You boomer. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that young folks, younger folks, right, of that generation, the younger you get, the more likely it is that they actually don't know how to engage in small talk. Whereas I think the older you get, they're at least used to having nicety conversations. Mm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Where, like, you, what comes with age is, like, the experience of knowing how to, like, Make a little small talk, knowing yeah, how to kind how of to start an interaction yeah, and keep yeah. it going. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, you know, it it could be, you know, it could just be the edit, could be whatever. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the the line from Spanky about like you know these younger drag queens, they feel like past drag race contestants. That's the legend they want to be. I, I mean, obviously, we've kind of talked about that, but certainly, like this is uh, someone like Minnie or someone like even Spanky. It's like the whatever the goals are that are created by drag race didn't exist when they started drag. Right. They had no, no one to really emulate that they saw on TV once a week. Mm -hmm. If they did see somebody to emulate, they had to like go to that place and be in their space, you know, Uh, go to that bar where that queen was performing or go to that competition where that queen was performing um, or that comedy show, whatever it was. Uh, for or them the queen, to... or, or said the queen that you do see is Dame Edna. You know what I mean, right? Exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, and I, I just think that, uh, yeah, now it, it is very different, especially for Aubrey who started in lockdown. It's like, yeah, you, you obviously have seen Blair St. Clair, Art Simone, like you have those influences, and it's obvious, and it's also why we are comparing queens now. Yeah, I think there's there's no more disclaimer necessary. It's like this is uh yep. 
Yep. There, you know, after a while, there's just going to be some some comparisons. Uh, you know, speaking of, of Spanky, but also uh, beautiful Hannah, uh, I feel like Spanky and Hannah are actually both giving me potential narrator vibes as well, which I like, uh, especially an older narrator. Something about that seems charming. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with Spanky yet. I'm going to reserve my judgment because I just don't know what this edit was. It was very odd that they... I don't know, put her here and didn't send her home. Um, but we'll see. I, I, the other point I wanted to make is Spanky said this. Uh, you know, the legend is the people working in their town that made it okay for them to leave the house with a dress uh, and not to get bashed. She says, respect is not given, it's earned. And I think that is in very stark contrast with younger generations and their understanding of safe spaces. Well, yeah, sure. It's very different. The young, I feel like younger younger drag queens are like, no, I dress in drag. You have to like me. It's like, no, mm-hmm. actually, you have to be a good person. You have to, you know, uh, kind of <laughs> get into it. You know what I mean? Well, I think any any certainly if you just look at like performing arts, for example, it's like just because you went to an open mic night doesn't mean that you should you know, now be treated like Celine Dion, you know, like just be, and, Mm. and that you do have to, and that there are a lot of other very talented singers out there and a lot of other people who are doing a lot of other things to, to build their career. And so it had, there is, there is hard work involved, you know, I don't know, uh, not just to be successful, but to earn respect. Yeah. I mean, there's right. And it goes back to that, the conversation that Minnie, I think, starts to have or tries to have in the untucked where it's like, just because you sewed it doesn't mean that I'm going to congratulate you. Granted, like, great, you sewed it. But like going back to your uh, open mic point or your it's like, uh, you know, baby's first drag night. Just because you did drag doesn't mean that I have to validate you. I can validate you as a person and somebody that's trying to do drag. But that doesn't mean that I can't tell you that I didn't like your art, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of somebody not liking somebody's art, uh, Beverly Kills, who earlier in the episode is pr- singing the praises of Minnie Cooper, is now just aghast that she's turned to a stapler to make her look. And there's this moment where she says, you know, you can you can wear the outfit and then she makes this little face. And it was that moment that I realized, and this might take uh, a, a little more watching to see, but out of drag in the talking head, Beverly is giving big Laura Dern, big Laura Dern, Beverly, 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 <laughs> big Laura Dern. And it is like, put, if you can look at Beverly out of drag with a blonde wig, you know, saying, mm, yeah, it's the Manuka honey. Mm. Like you'll, you'll see it. Okay. Oh, that will be something to look out for, for sure. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think this is who said it. Was it, oh, um, Charlene Incarnate said, all drag is valid, but not, not all drag is good. And I think with, with Minnie, with Spanky, with Queen Kong, with all the looks that were kind of crunchy, it's like, hey, we love you for it. The corset that, that Aubrey made, it's like, hey, we love you for it. It doesn't fit you. <laughs> well, speaking of... 
weird look. So I think that brings us to RuPaul on the runway. Oh, I don't even remember, Mary. I was too distracted by the judging panel lighting. Well, I mean, this may be a lighting issue. This may be a, <clears throat> I don't know who did her makeup this week issue. Yeah, Raven when, couldn't get there in time. When Rue <laughs> comes out on the runway, I mean, the dress is, is I kind of like it. It's this weird, it, it, it's, it almost looks like a, a pageant sash, uh, it, you know, but lots of leg, lots of hip. It seemed like at any moment we were going to see, you know, uh, Rue's pouch, you know what I mean? But it's... I... Then when she gets to the end of the stage and she's doing the intros with Michelle Visausage and Reese Nicholson, I couldn't tell. I was like, either you are lit terribly or this is some of the worst makeup you've had in a while. And I'll be curious to see at what point they correct one or the other because, I mean, this was rough. Mary, the lighting is so weird. It's so weird. I don't, I don't I, yeah. it, it, it's it's like it's it's hung not at the right height. You know what I mean? Or it's like there there there's no there's nothing soft about it's like a spotlight, you know, it's not it's not a wash. It's a it's a special. And it's it's weird. It's very weird. It looks odd. There's shadows behind them. Uh-huh. It's it I I just feel like they're lit from below, and I think that makes it weird. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm not a lighting specialist, but like, ooh, it's it's just incredible. It it really is. It's just Rue on the runway this week was was truly phenomenally not good. But I I loved it in its own way, right? Like I love when Rue looks bad, quote unquote. Like I also really enjoy that. So um, I don't know. It just. Uh, we've talked about a lot of these runways. We've talked about Pomora, reminding me of Joyce. Uh, mm. Were there any other? Oh, you know what I want to talk about? Faux fur. So we get a quick shot in the workroom while she's working on her look that there's this like sparkly panty that she's gluing. That that's part of the look that she's gluing the gluing the weed onto or whatever. And so something must have happened with the panty uh, because then she got you know she put on those you know, last minute granny panties that sent her home. Uh, but I just thought it was interesting that it never gets called out that something must have happened because this wasn't the original idea. Black panties. Black panties. Oh, panties. Yeah. So many little, oh, there's all these little black panties. I saw so many little black panties. Black panties, black corsets. Trend alert. Black Trend alert, panties. Black panties. Uh, it was, it, it was all over the runway, I will say. So that's why I'm kind of like, oh, they're being a little nasty to faux fur. Fofur had a basic wheat dress. I thought she looked pretty. I thought it worked. It worked more than some of these other ones. I don't know. Pomora Fifth? Girl, she oh. glued things to a, a, a bodysuit corset. She did. I, I was fine with her being safe. I think Queen Kong was far, had failed far yeah. more than Fofur in terms of like assembling the look. Like, yeah, you could see the panties underneath. But it was like a definitely, definitely a queen. Queen. Yep. It was like I, this is uh, all I'm, I'm seeing. A I'm. It, it's like a you. You were wearing a black corset. You stumbled and fell into the wheat, and then made it fashion. Like it, the the wheat is not a pattern or like a look. It's stuck to you. You know. Mm. Yeah, I could. To be honest with you, in the bottom, I could have seen Minnie and Queen. I could have seen Spanky and Minnie, uh, Queen and Spanky. Uh, like that's just. That's where it went. I was surprised uh-huh. that Beverly wasn't in the top, if I'm being honest. 
Um, I thought Beverly yeah, was yeah. better than Yuri. I mean, they really, I felt like I was almost surprised Yuri was in the top because it was like they spent so much time reading her. And it was mm-hmm. like, I mean, it was a cool look and, you know. Different. It was different. But yeah, I thought, I mean, Beverly certainly felt that she was top safe. So I felt like that was an interesting, in Untucked, I thought that was an e- interesting Easter egg of maybe some of the conversations we'll see or moments we'll see from her later this season where she's just mm. like, well, I already told you I don't like your outfit. It's like, okay. Oh, I see. You know? Okay. Well, um, yeah, well, she kills. Uh, but yeah, I mean, once we do get to the untucked, I I love the nuance of Spanky, like tipping her head back, trying not to cry. I think that's such a like a, a like a it's a very specific way some people cry where they're like, fuck. And they like tip their head back either to like stop the tears or to make her make sure her makeup doesn't run. But I love that body language. Mm. Yeah, the 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 untucked had some you know ruffled feathers if you will Minnie versus Aubrey Have very interesting right you have somebody who's been doing this for years versus somebody not and they're coming at, coming to a head and it looks like next episode they're going to hopefully resolve it because Minnie's a big person you know well what i thought was interesting about this moment was after what seemed to be kind of a fizzled fight between aubrey and minnie about you know just because you sewed your look and it's not well fitting Uh and all that then pomora aka joyce uh which could be her name this season might be joyce i says to who she's sitting next to i can't remember she says oh wrong person to go to for a fight yeah i saw that and i wondered if that was a comment on like nice try trying to make tv aubrey you know oh or i don't know you know i mean it felt like more it felt like more of a like a meta comment than like you know oh you shouldn't go after her it was like one nice try yeah i couldn't tell who she was referring to yeah me neither but it was a they they cut to it so i thought oh that's an interesting like moment of like oh i see you you tried to have an untucked moment nice try yeah i feel like minnie just wasn't engaging to be honest yeah well i think the moment she was like hey listen my look doesn't fit well either i'm not sitting here saying better than you there was aubrey was like definitely not i mean he's like yeah you're right yeah i don't totally (laughs) well a little Uh, mary mary before we move on to any anything further i do want to just go back to uh, Michelle during the critiques I wonder if you cringed as much as I did but she said anytime a queen brings culture to the runway it makes me so happy oh enough Michelle with your nervous white lady shit like enough like if you're yeah. going to talk about it like find just, something just, real to say yep yep say hey I appreciate where this look is coming from it failed right right but like the don't and don't act like this is going to go in like the Polynesian Museum of History. Right. Don't act like it was such an incredible representation. Like just be like, don't do that, Michelle, because it's a messy look and it is what it is. You know. And anytime a queen brings culture the runway, it makes me so happy. Is connoting that if she didn't say that, that it means it doesn't make her happy. It's like you don't even need to qualify that. Yeah, right. It's it's just it's a it's a real virtue signal, and she does it so many times. Like I just can't wait till she tells Queen this season. I love that color on your skin. Oh my god! I just oh, can't Mary, wait till you, that happens. I you love finding that moment. <laughs> I just try. It's so can I touch your hair? And I just you know what's interesting because yes, I have that same reaction with Michelle, 
And I also noticed like the Michelle hatred coming out from All Star Seven because of Raja and all that. And I just have to say this: I love Michelle Visage. I I think Michelle Visage is so fabulous, and it makes me sad. You know, uh, as, as much as we can read her, I think we should also be praising her. I mean, our the third ever, I think, episode of All Right, Mary was the importance of Michelle Visage. You yes. know, like she's yeah. I mean, I think it's the same way with Rue. It's fun to read them. It's fun to point out these little things. I'm mostly commenting on a character in a TV show. Yes, you know, yes. like the, this this thing that she's putting on for TV. Yeah, almost because of the fandom, right? The fandom right, backlash. Exactly. I I don't know if you saw this on Reddit, but. Somebody shared a clip of Michelle Visage in Seduction getting interviewed. Yes. Did you see this? Yes. And she's like all out of breath. Yes. Oh my god. And, and she says, and actually, voguing started in the gay ballrooms. And like, and then he says, really? Yeah, really. Oh, it's oh, yeah, really. Yeah, really. And, oh my you know, god. And then you could go to this beat, and then there's uh, the, the second beat, and then there's the uh, the really fast beat. <laughs> oh, it's so good, Ma- Mary. Is there any way you could edit it into like? This oh, okay. Episode? Yes, yes, yes. I will. It's worth I it. Will. It's worth I will. it. I think you're editing this episode, but we'll oh, talk. Am about- I? <laughs> Is there any way I could edit into this episode? Um, I'll make the clip if you need me to. No, I can do it. I can do it. Well, Mary's, at some point, that clip is going to play right about now. Well, voguing's been around for about 27 to 30 years. You're kidding. No, no. I'm not kidding. It started in the gay ballrooms ballrooms in Harlem. um, You're kidding. I'm not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) There's um, basically three different ways to vogue. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a, a strong baseline where you're hitting single beats, then there's the normal beat, and then there's a real fast beat. And it's been around forever. I thought you did it great. I really did. Oh, my God. She is... First of all, she looks stunning. That nose, that hair. I love her voice. I just love Michelle. Oh, I love that she's out of breath. I just, she's out of breath. Because they were just performing, Yeah. Right? And I think someone posted the link to the full video where you could see the performance and then the interview. But I didn't watch that. I just rewatched this clip like four times. Um, so, yeah, as we are critiquing Michelle Visage's virtue signaling, it's also, look, we know that she is... That she's really, she really does shit. Like, she really cares. There is, like, yeah. a, a real person there that gets this. She's not just RuPaul's best friend. Like, no. she does have experience. And, like, yeah, she literally was in a pop group. She literally was in, you know, the ballroom scene. She has been on TV. She's been a performer. She's been on radio. Like, she has a ton of fucking experience. She's got two daughters, a hot yeah. husband. Yeah. She's just, she, she's not a very good actress. And I think, I think it's fair to say that. <laughs> she's not a great actress, but, I'll, you know, but that's kind of what I love. You yeah. know? I no, would... I love that too. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. She's I, from- I want I want her to always be Michelle Visage in an acting role. Yes, you know? <laughs> doing kind of an Edith Massey. Yeah. yeah, Charo comes in and you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, here we go, yeah. It works. It works for her aesthetic. Anyway, let's talk about Molly Poppins wins, but let's talk about Faux Fur and Spanky. Um, the, the thing that I could not kind of shake while watching this lip sync, and it was just distracting because the lip sync was... It's fine. Um, I just picture these gay Australian men, like getting oh. their life oh. to get out of my way by Kylie Minogue. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if uh, I can't. I think in Melbourne, the I think it was Commercial Road. I think was where all, a lot of the gay bars were, 
and I don't remember any of the names. And it's like that. This is like a thousand years ago. That could just be like a a Westfield Mall at this point. But I'm imagining, yes, I'm imagining like the the Melbourne Queens, uh, you know, at, at a commercial road, multi lever leveled bar, uh, just strutting around like Mick Jagger. You know that little that walk. Uh huh. Yeah, that walk. That get out of my way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And there's like a voguing hand going uh-huh. around their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get out of my way. I'm just like, oh, these these sweetie little Aussies that I just want to all. I just want to date them all. You know, white sneakers. So many white sneakers. Uh, I just, just want to date them all. I just I love them. I just think it's so. I, you know I. It's interesting because Kylie Minogue, I know, is big in the States. Don't get me wrong. It's just that their Kylie Minogue is our, you know, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Madonna. You know what I mean? And so there are people that are obsessed with Kylie in the same way that we're, you know, people are like go to Madonna Rama on a Sunday night at Berlin. You know, it's like people are obsessed with Madonna and Gaga and Beyonce there. And Kylie, like she's on the Mount Rushmore yeah, with them right. versus like replacing oh, Kylie. Oh, I just love Kylie. Kylie. And like, hey, like a true fan also throws a rose to Danny, you know? Oh, of course. Right. It's like it's like Britney. And then, you know, you have to recognize her sister that she has a sister. Oh, yeah. it's Beyonce and Solange. It's Beyonce. Oh, Solange. Solange. Danny Solange. is. I, I love right. some. I got some. Yeah. So there's some Danny Bops. Oh, uh, there's some it, Solange Bops too. And there's know? some Solange Bops. Yeah, these are like not you know uh, not to be excused little sisters. You know, I I do I you know Molly McButter's one, but I do want to just mention that what she did win was a makeover, and I thought that was a little passive aggressive. Of like, and you win a, a prosthetic makeover, which tells me that we're going to attach things to your face to make you look better. <sighs> And I just want to name that that uh, maybe maybe my our our Aussie Maris can can help me out uh, on that one. But like a prosthetic makeover, I, I I'm right back. A uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Bridges, you know. Mm, help is on the way, dearie. Help is on the way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I got some plaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's. Uh... That I just want to name that. Yeah, this episode is sponsored by Mrs. Doubtfire. Just yeah. so we're all clear, <laughs> be gentle with her. Yeah, <laughs> she's an old woman. She's an old woman. <laughs> oh, I got some plaster. I just, oh, I love that line. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Foe is the first to go. I mean, the lip sync. It was very clear that Foe was kind of playing it at a five, and Spanky was doing the whole. You know, she was, she was more than an eight. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I I uh, after seeing the All Stars seven finale edit of a lip sync, it's just very clear they can make it look like whatever they want. So who knows who won this lip sync? Whatever it is, Spanky Stang. Not that I don't like Spanky. I just I I I didn't think Foe should have been in the bottom in the first place. So whether Spanky won the lip sync or not, she did. Um, but Foe shouldn't have been there. Man, well, I hope Spanky, you know, wins your heart back uh, despite this despite oh, this moment. It's, yeah, no, I, I still love Spanky, and I'm happy that she's that she's here. I just Foe shouldn't have been in the bottom. Foe crying in the Untucked was a lot. Oh, I was just like, she, oh, this oh. poor little pumpkin. When she said she was fine, and then she was like, and then they move on to asking Molly, well, how are your critiques? And then she just starts to melt into her drink, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like th- we have we have all been that kid in like uh-huh. second grade, you know, like we've mm-hmm. all 
been that kid. And I like that Spanky, you know, put her big wings around her. That was a nice moment. But uh, that being said, my BSA of the week, I am going to throw a rose or two to Spanky because I just love that, like, working in a restaurant with her energy. But, oh, you're beautiful. I got to give it to Hannah. I really, I'm just, there's something about her that really warmed my heart, and I'm just going to go for it and give it to Hannah. All right. Uh, Yeah, I, I think I'd give it to Spanky for recognizing that her and Minnie are the oldest cunts here. Oh, in the back corner where they belong. Yeah. Yeah. No, Spanky definitely had BSA energy the whole time, especially with, you know, the Legends uh, confessional. um, Just really great TV for that for that moment. Yeah. Well, Mary's, we're going to kind of leave it there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We just had a got them ears on moment, Mary. Yeah, we did. We did have, (laughs) you know, I think even greetings are things. There we go. I think even though. Uh, you know, and, and one of these too. That's great. Yeah. That's great. That's, That's great. great. Uh, Marys, if you have any thoughts on Down Under, the first episode, the grand opening, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or you can find me on Instagram at JohnnyAlso. And you can get more of me and my other two podcasts. In the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. And you can find me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can continue to get more of us, including the rest of this season of Drag Race Down Under and Canada's Drag Race Season 3. Uh, full episodes all happening to say nothing of Drag Race Philippines coming soon. Uh, it's a shit ton of Drag Race at patreon.com slash allrightmary. Oh my god, Mary. I I We can't take it. There's so many seasons. Uh yeah. and it's just going to happen. I'll talk about it on Nuance, but I've kind of lost the French connection. Uh, so I when know. We get there, well, I we'll mean, get there, I'll say know? for everyone listening, I did watch that lip sync, so I can at least comment on that. Okay. Well, Mary's, we're going to leave you with a last chance lip sync this week. That I think kind of fits faux fur. This is Betty who she can dance. You know, I just feel like she 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 went unnoticed. She could have stayed around a little bit longer. She can dance, you know, but you know, she has to find that in herself off the show. Totsines. I can see your curly hair and posters on the wall, and when I check the mirror, I see her and me. Always late and always loud Couldn't seem to figure out A way to be enough for them to notice Second choice and second best Couldn't say the things she meant Or find the missing pieces that were broken But she could dance, dance, dance Even when it's raining When the sky was falling down Yeah, she 